It's like his specialty. Oh, fuck. We're on. Oh, okay. So, speaking of Mark Twyda, let me get this guy. guy. Now we have a sound sync. Now you're official. No, we're official. official. Oh, Lambert thought I was calling him over (laughs) here, but I was not. He's like, what? Oh, okay. Josh Tyler. Hey. Welcome to the first ever video version of the Nonprofit Podcast. Of all the people that you could have possibly chosen to put on camera mm-hmm. and produce, man, I don't know if I can trust your judgment. Like You, you guys have a lot better looking individuals that you could bring in. Than- I could have gotten somebody prettier than you, but what I was thinking was that if something happens and we lose some information, but I, I can take the audio yeah. and I'll just go grab one of those homeless people outside. No, and just say, the difference. Just move your mouth like this. <laughs> that's true. The accessibility is, is uh, yeah, that's smart. Okay. Yeah. That's that, so that's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to get, just trying to get B roll. <laughs> I'm just Perfect. getting the, I'm getting the audio. I'll fill yeah, in later with B roll if you need to, that's because it, the odds are, is that I'm going to totally fuck this up. I mean, the video part because yeah. I'm going to have to like switch some stuff around, but I'm going to try my hardest. It's tricky. I'm a good per I'm a good Guinea pig for stuff. I feel like, yeah, I like that. Idea. I make a, I'm, I make a pretty good Guinea pig. You know, what's funny was like my first real official job outside of being a teacher mm-hmm. was, was a crash test dummy. When I was working with the guys over at black rifle and, and, and ready man and stuff, they're like, ah, oh, we need some idiot to fucking like, wow, oh, use the crash test on me. I'm like, oh, okay. What what were they testing? Anything, everything. We we you know like a shepherd sling. Yeah. We did it. We did a video where like, oh man, you know, it'd be funny. Like, let's see if I can hit you with this with like like take a uh, like a tennis ball and see if I can like do the and they hit me right in the fucking nuts. Logan so Logan you, did actually. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, but well. I think what he actually hit, it was softer. It didn't hurt that bad. I mean, it was enough to make you like, <laughs> but I mean, I'm not an idiot. I wouldn't let him do that. But they did. They also did like a, like an NG tube. Yeah. They're like, oh, we need to film a, someone getting an NG tube. And I was like, what's that? They're like, ah, nothing, man. Just lay back. What is an down. NG tube? It's so it's like, it's, it's not exactly intubating, oh, but okay, it's yeah. basically like to clear your, your breathing. So if you're, mm. if your throat is closed, you can shove a tube up your nose oh all the way down all the way through your sinus it does not feel cool it's a like it's a standard thing that you have to do and learn in the in the medical field for like the military yeah 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 yeah. so like all 18 deltas like go through it and have it done but they like lube this thing up and they just fucking cram down your cram your nose your gullet yeah it does not feel. i can you know when you like inhale on accident and like it always happens with beef jerky for me for some reason and you get like a piece of beef jerky in your sinus <laughs> yeah. or i don't even know what it is where's it at is it in your tonsil Wait, where does this live what is where this does space? this go it's the void it is the void. It's the throat void and then like you feel kind of you feel you feel kind of fucked up for a while right yeah. you're like ah, 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 ah. and then like a couple maybe an hour later you're like oh, and this chunk comes out and you you like it's the worst feeling to have that happen. But after it happens, it's one of the best reliefs you've ever had. It just yeah. shows like, man, you really have to go through some shit to feel better. 
That's true. That's true. I mean, your perspective is really <laughs> powerful <laughs> depending just, on where you yeah. are in relation to the circumstance. It's, on the front end, man, not great. On no. the back end, man, wow. This explains my life completely. Yeah. Beef jerky in the nose. Yeah. I like to use that as like additional caloric storage. Um, <laughs> so I'll just like hide a, stuff like a in later there. snack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my haversack inside my sinus like some people will keister stuff yeah you know i I just keep it up there that's how i get my my dope bag into jail Uh uh-huh i just like accident how does it even happen because i don't know the circumstances it's like you inhale incorrectly or you like you like breathe in at the wrong moment and it's like like, a breathe swallow thing and i think it like goes down and then back up into your sinus i don't know the mechanism i don't but I've done it more times than I'd care to admit. Like you'd think at 30 something years of being alive and eating and breathing, you'd, you'd not like fucking choke on air or your own spit. No, I don't. You I, know, but I do it like, I did not have that mastered yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which goes, which what makes us think that we can master anything? Well, it's like if you can't even fucking breathe popcorn and jerky, I'm <laughs> fucked. Like I can't, I'm either going to break a tooth or I'm going to suck a piece of habanero jerky into the back Ooh. of my throat, which I mean, fuck it sucks. We got this ghost pepper jerky. Oh, fuck off. And what was it called? It was called like, I think it was called like hot as fuck or something uh, like it's called know, beef death it was yeah it was something like death by. and i read it and i was like man i'm really careful with that kind of stuff and i put the tiniest bit in my mouth and i was like oh fuck no like it burned immediately and i was like i'm done with this so i think i was talking to kate or something and kate was like what can i have a piece of jerky and i was like yeah it's hot as fuck and she's like well yeah it says that and i'm like okay like and so she like puts it in her mouth and i'm talking to her and i can tell like she's not listening to a fucking thing that i say she's just trying not to sweat she's trying to survive and then she starts getting the hiccups that's how hot it was it gave her the hiccups almost immediately and i was like you can spit that out anytime you want she's like oh my god thanks and she like spit it out and drink milk or something to like stop the burn and then devin came in he's like oh that's pretty hot (laughs) that looks hot and so i gave him some and he's like fucking dying but Devin's not going to spit it no. out and Mark Mark has an insane ability to handle heat of course he does I know it may, like I don't know why it's just like well, oh that seems I mean, like somebody that would be into pain he can pretty much tolerate anything like his ability <laughs> like he's conditioned himself to tolerate the most like you know fuck the worst scenario he can tolerate any heat but the second somebody he doesn't like is in the room he can't tolerate <laughs> shit <laughs> We know where his ability went. You think that's, that's in, in his human design? It is. Is it? It's people fatigue. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Well, so like <laughs> that. That is conditioning for Mark. Like, oh yeah, cool. You can fucking fitness, and oh, you can stay in the cold, and you can do endurance, blah blah blah. But can you handle people? How much people training have you had, Mark? He's gonna hate me for this. Like, you need to immerse yourself in. You just need to go fucking sit in the mall. <laughs> No See. joke. We I can't say his name on here because he's still around. Clandestine. Yeah, yeah. He's still very present. Well, I, I could say I just it would I feel like I have to do better at making people anonymous. Okay. I a couple episodes ago I said somebody's name. It was you a very blew somebody up. Yeah, but it was like it was reverent. Like I man, I really appreciate that person, but what I was saying probably shouldn't it was like a private matter mm-hmm. and I probably should be better about it. So I won't say this person's name. Okay. They used to take a bunch of acid and they would go sit in the mall 
And both me and Mark are like, say what? Like, you are a masochist. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't know how you do that. That, that to me is a nightmare. Man, it is, it's weird being like, I went to a gas station. <laughs> Same thing. I, and it was like so, like the entire world was like on a hard 45 slant and like my only focus was to not adopt my posture to reflect that i was like i have to stay vertical even though everything else is telling me i need to lean on the side and then like and then and then at some point like the absurdity of it kicked in of the entire situation i was in like what the fuck am I do? Why, like, I, I don't. You're bad influence because this was my this was my drive back. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and I, and I could say this because you know not, my parents aren't going to listen to this, but like I'm riding back with my dad <laughs> in a U-Haul, and then we stop in in like the middle of nowhere, Cheyenne, Cheyenne and it's like it's fucking kicking it's in. It's real world, real good. And I was like, fuck, this is the most ridiculous thing, like. <laughs> I didn't know they had holographic gasoline counters. Yeah, this <laughs> like, is wild. And I'm just looking at the lady behind the counter, just trying not to like burst into laughter at <laughs> everything. I was like, just fucking keep it together, man. I, did you? Did you keep oh, your yeah, shit together? Oh yeah, that was great. Like they that, had no idea. Like I, like I said, I mean, I rode thirty something hours. Like I, I kind of followed your protocol hmm. of like, um, like one gram the first day, and hmm. then the next. Two. up the dose and then two and then three and yeah. so that kept me at a pretty good even keel but yeah the whole way back man like Dude, it was a good it was a good trip three days of tripping with your parents on in a, a moving van yeah that is one of those things where you're like i don't think people know what hard is sometimes <laughs> <laughs> by the way can you imagine if suddenly your dad is like josh he's heard like, a little hey, story on the uh, nonprofit podcast and you're like what and you're like I'm yeah sorry. i'm a big fan he'd yeah. be like what the <laughs> fuck okay but th that he wouldn't have if he was a big fan. He wouldn't have a problem with it. He's just like, hey, what have you been? You've been holding out on me, bro. What do you think we would have to talk about in order to get into your father's demographic? He has no pot. He doesn't listen to podcasts. Yeah, I, I think you I, would. You would have to. You would have to get a show on. Um, fuck abc or something like you'd have to you yeah, have your show would have to come yeah. like right after dancing with the stars and then maybe like <laughs> like public broadcast television yeah or yeah yeah like you would have to find a show like like okay it, it, the lineup goes yellowstone and then right after yellowstone comes the nonprofit, whatever and then maybe yeah. maybe he'd it's watch, like if i wanted to appeal it. to my grandma it'd have to be like right after murder she wrote yeah or it'd have to be on like msnbc mm -hmm. Uh, MSNBC is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. just like, take out some ads. On the, you guys should take out some ads on like some mainstream media. Fucking people would lose it, man. I mean, but I, do you know how weird that is though? That you can like think about a generation or a person, and this is how marketing works. Yeah, right. Because like, hey, how do we how do we reach this person? What's the strategy? How do we find them where they are? Yeah, well, like what. <laughs> What subjects are you going to talk about to get into this person's pocketbook? Mm. And that, I think, is one of the things that really, that frustrates me more than anything. Because to some degree, it's like life, right? Uh, you have to do it, right? You have to partake in kind of a shitty system just to be able to live. Like, I have to sell something in order to just kind of exist. And although I am really don't like waste i still waste things right like i don't finish my dinner or whatever that makes me feel fucking terrible yeah but this is kind of a funny thing about um 
my human design is that I'm uh, I, I, my entire system is built off of irony. <laughs> that that's no joke. That's like that I'm, makes that out of everything that you have told me about human design, and we've been talking about it a lot while I've been here. That makes the most sense. It's like irony yeah. is me. Yeah. Right. Okay. You're a walking contradiction. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel that in that. my bones. Yeah. I feel like I am a walking contradiction. So that's good to know. I mean, we should. Uh, we're gonna have. We're gonna have to have Phil on here at some point to explain oh, human man. design to people. Because, yeah. like the conversation we just had with Lucas, yep. like mm-hmm. when you try to like tell somebody, you're like, yeah, you need your birthday for it. They're like, fuck like, off, this I'm astrological done. bullshit. And you're like, it's it's not that. It's even weirder. Like that seems lazy to me. Like the whole this. If you had ten lifetimes. Right. And mm. you and you you stayed on your path for 10 lifetimes. I don't think you could. I don't think you could create something that had this much detail in it. The co- yeah. The level of yeah. complexity, because I mean, there's there's like universal or like yeah, overlapping things that happen from one person to another. But like mathematically, the number of variations that this system allows for mm. and and can be defined. It's not like. You know, there's not like you get to a point and you're just like, oh, yeah, you're in this other category, question mark, whatever. It's like, oh, we'll define it like like astrological mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's very broad sweeping. And because yeah. it's so general, it's like a cold read. You can you can apply it to to pretty much anything. But this gets so specific to s- anything and everything. Like so many people, it's like that, it's not like pleasant shit is the point. Well, like, also that you're like, oh, man, you read about being a Scorpio and you're like. Yeah, I tend to like stuff or like can, whatever. <laughs> okay, I can get behind. I can manipulate Listen, this. This month, the Pluto is coming into alignment with Saturn, which means you're really going to stop and enjoy your day. And you're like, yeah, that sounds like I me. Feel like, yeah, I'm glad. I just did that yesterday, man. How do they know? No, this is like, this is depressing. It's like mine, my human design is like, I have a line of melancholy that I am unaware that I have, that most people, if it was like really heightened, it would become depression. Yeah. Mine gets me to blame people on how I feel. So I tend to become highly defensive and blame people for my feelings because I'm unaware of my feelings. Just a real treat. What in the actual fuck? Yeah. But that's real. Like that's a hundred percent accurate. When I read those like, Oh yeah, I have been doing that. I didn't know that's what it Mm -hmm. was. And so I have the, in, I also have a, a line in there that says that I need to go away when I'm in that state in order to process correctly and out will come the most creativity that I'll ever produce. And I go, oh, so I have to go be miserable by myself in order to create something. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, magic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck. Thanks, universe and fucking crazy dude. That yeah, that's just... Came, generated this shit out of nothing. Just pulled this from the ether. Like of all the stuff you got to pull down, man. <laughs> guy. Just yeah, no, it's, fuck, it's man. Well, it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, man, when you, especially for me living in, in the world that we live in, it's like, man, when you find out you're a projector, you're like, ah, oh, fuck man. Like I got to wait for the invitation. <laughs> like I can't do anything on my own. Like I have to have a generator to like give me energy. And I'm like, but I want to do stuff, man. Like, sorry, you can't. I can't describe to you 
how pissed my mom is that she's a projector. Really? Yeah. She's like, and this is what's funny is because it's in her design to, to, to rebel against anything that she's told. <laughs> she, she, she specifically is like, no, I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm That's not. That's a lie. And I forgot, she's got a reading down and like, and I was like, Hey, look, this is like fun. It might, it, maybe you can learn something from it. Like maybe not. Like, I don't know what it's going to say. Everybody's is different. It's like, it's specifically different. Even if I had the same conscious and unconscious, and different or same archetype, you're totally different people on like on a different level. Yeah. But hers is like, it's describing her from what I read. I'm like, Oh my God, it's like her to a T. Yeah. And she's like, that's not me. And it's like, okay, like right on Pam. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I classic think Pam, classic Pam move, but we just kind of like, yeah, then don't listen to it. Like yeah, it's sure. not, it's like, it's not a big deal. Like I don't care if people are into it or not into it. It, to me, I've been for the past three years, I've been like, man, that's really weird and stupid. And then I'll say something. I'm like, oh, that's weird. It was right. And then something will pop up and it's like really right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fuck, I should probably look in. And so I'll look a little bit more into it. And that's when I like after a year of kind of looking at it, I did some deeper reading and I was like, man, this thing is crazy. Who came up with this? And so I started doing like the yeah. backstory, which is part of my design. Right. I'm an investigator. So I have to like, before I believe something, I have to like understand the whole picture. So when I finally set up an appointment with Phil to be like, hey, I want to do a reading, he sent me a 150-page book. Fuck. And I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? Because Erin was going to get hers done, too. She's like, she's not going to read this thing. I was like, okay, I better read it you know, for both of us, and mm -hmm. that way I'll give her all the downloads because I know she's not going to do it. Yeah. So I stay up for two nights and read the entire thing. And he's I, like, of course you did. Yeah, and I tell him, like, cool. I'm like, just so you know, Aaron's not going to read that, so I'll just get, uh, dispel it. And he's like, oh, I know. I gave her, like, a seven-minute video. And I was like... What? I was like, why can't I have a seven minute video? She's like, it's not in your design. You need to go through the whole thing so that you can have a very good perspective of it. Aaron already knows all of this shit. And I was like, what in the, how did you, and, and, and like for, I mean, it probably is worth mentioning this dude has never met you before. No. No, like, oh, I met him like one conversation. I met him at a party. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he was like, "He's who told us about human design," and he he knew what I was without even looking it up. He could just tell based off of like your how I felt, your behavior, yeah. yeah. Which is an interesting. This is actually like funny enough because we we're talking about this morning. I'm like, stop talking about because we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. That energy, that feel. This is kind of what I wanted to get mm. into. Um, and you're right. Like I before before me, the the me before. <laughs> Pre-Michael. Pre-Michael. Pre- the I don't know what Michael, but before, yeah. let's say unaware Michael. Mm. Um, the only energy I could feel from another human being was on this on the ends of the spectrum, right? Like hyper intense on both sides. Mm -hmm. Hyper depressed, hyper intense is how I put it. So like manic and depressed yeah. is maybe on that that scale. So uh, but I could feel that. I'd be like, man, that guy's feeling real wow, weird. He's, he's like, fucking yeah. maybe he's on drugs or like mm -hmm. whatever the thing happens. So you have to admit, even at the like most skeptical, I can feel when somebody is off. Yeah. Right. I'm just just now in the past three to five years have become a little bit more sensitive to the subtleties of somebody's energy. Mm -hmm. And that subject for most people gets really fucking weird. Right. Yeah. Why? Yeah, well, because we don't we don't speak in those terms. Like that's not a currency that we deal in in everyday life. Right? We don't deal in energy. I but I would I wouldn't really say. I mean, all we, we deal is we, energy, we do, right? but we don't consciously. Like we don't we don't 
you know, most people don't like intend, you know, they're not paying attention to that. even though like from a cellular level or, mm-hmm. or instinctively like, yeah, I'm just going to avoid that guy. And I don't know why, but we don't ever like consciously think that we should, we should be in tune with that, but we're not. Well, whether we're talking about mitochondria or we're talking about oil barrels or, or fusion or whatever, nuclear power, mm-hmm. or, you know, we're, we're talking about energy of some form. And I will split the difference and say like, yes, there is the chemical, like physical, known measurable side combustion yeah, yeah. kill a cow whatever for yeah. sure there's that but there's also this unknowable uncharted energy which is like i don't know the vibration that go, like in in to to keep it on the like the i guess not woo side of yeah. things it is the it is the it is the unknowable force that goes through life. Yeah. Which most people would <clears throat> attribute to a spiritual thing, which sure. I don't, I mean, I, I don't know that that spiritual necessarily has to be woo woo. I think when you start talking about energy and vibration, people tend to, because most people, even if you don't, if you're a non-believer, mm-hmm. like, you know what spirituality is, whether you practice it, whether you believe it or not, like yeah. you understand that concept when you start getting into like, you know, Oh man, the energy and the vibration of this thing. That's where a lot of people are like, well, you're kind of weird, man. I don't know. Not shocking. People have ruined this, (laughs) right? (laughs) What? No. For whatever reason, like people really have, I don't know. They've just distorted. And and because we have this, like, well, we have the superstitious side and then we have this gullible side and Mm. we have, and people have taken advantage of that. I think that's the part is it's just been right. We've been exploited based off of like the, uh, the unexplainable universe. What, I would stay away from the woo side of it is trying to explain the inexplicable. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I want to stay away from. But it is on the spiritual side, which is to say that it is on the the side that we can't measure. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe that's as maybe that's as much of a definition. By empirical, we can't empirically measure it. Like right. you can measure it like, oh man, I feel this. Sure. But like you feel it in what? Like gigawatts? Like what the fuck? What, 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 how, how do you quantify it? And you can't. Okay, so somebody, and I explain this to people that are like, oh, fuck off with all that like vibration shit. And uh, you're like, okay, like, do you think if you went outside right now and somebody attacked you and you defended yourself, your life, like mm-hmm. you, you, you defended yourself like it was a life or death situation and you walked right back in here to tell me about it, you think you would be in the same state, right? Yeah. Okay, so... If you're in a different state and we can all be like, yeah, you better be in a different state. Right. Like all these chemicals got released. That's measurable. All of these things happen, but there is something energetically that is different about your conscious state. Mm-hmm. That That is not necessarily measurable because if we could, we could measure consciousness and we can't. We can't measure consciousness to the point of where we can know where it originates from. Right. Right. We can measure it in states of like sentience and complexity, but not in, in a form of like, oh, it's coming from this place in the, in the whatever, in the, in the being. Mm -hmm. Um, So somebody can. It's coming from my, um, my spleen. My, my doula obligata. (laughs) (laughs) Most people, it is, isn't that the fear center or whatever? Like this, this is your amygdala. Yeah. yeah. That that is probably where most people are most conscious is just when that thing activates and fear is the first time that you recognize your state. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I've kind of backtracked and I used to think about things as being reduced to like their physical known thing because I thought that was a good foundation to yeah, start. Yeah, like right? a more materialistic. Yeah, if I build a house, I want to know the measurements of the basement so that I can then figure out what goes on top of it. So I wanted something measurable 
And so that's kind of how I looked at the world for a long time. And now I'm starting to like flip that. I'm doing something different where I'm starting to, I'm starting with the stuff that is immeasurable because it's so much more immense because things that are immense are a better foundation to build upon. And so this is really tricky. I'm in, I'm in like really, I wouldn't call it dangerous, but I'm like, you know, dangerous as in like not being taken seriously. Yeah. But I think the most important aspect of somebody uh, before you apply any physiology or you apply anything else, I think the most important thing is understanding where they're at, which is their state. Mm -hmm. It's their conscious state. And for most people, they are not conscious. Uh, And I I mean that in like they're awake and they're moving around and they're commenting on the Internet, but they're not aware. They're not aware. Yeah. Right. So, well, and it's like self-aware. And again, how can you be truly aware of anything beyond yourself if you're not actually aware of yourself? And that doesn't mean that there aren't levels to that. Right. You can always gain more more self-awareness or more, you know, extra self-awareness. But, you know, we, we tend to like look at the world and try and figure it out. Like, man, I need to understand all of these things. Like I want to make sense of it all. But, but it seems like a lot of people don't look, don't have the foundation because they haven't done it introspectively enough, Mm. you know, to then to be able to define the relationship, the relation with like, none of this is relevant if I don't know how I fit into it. Right. If I don't have a reference point of where I am in my state, I can analyze and, and, you know, see, the state of things. Mm. But if I don't know my proximity, it's useless. I can't, I can't actually utilize that. Well, maybe that's like a lot of the things that I get into by chance, or maybe it's just a pattern that I am too dumb to recognize are things that allow this introspection, Mm. right? That's like, that's it. That's all. That's all. I'm not like, I might trick myself into thinking that I'm intellectual, but I'm really not. I'm just drawn to things that make me more aware. Yeah. Which is not a smart thing to do because the intelligence behind it makes you kind of depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there, there is a... I was just looking at this the other, the other day because I, I read something and I was like, oh, man, fuck. It kind of stings a little bit. And it was... <laughs> someone someone was using, like, kind of facetiously. They're like, allow me to navel gaze for a middle bit, little bit. And I was like, oh man, am I, do I navel gaze too much? I probably do. But, but you know, what's interesting is like I, we use I, that as a, I actually really like that term, but we, we, you, and we use it like derogatorily, Yeah. but actually from what I understand and, and someone can correct me cause I'm not the authority on this. I just started delving into it, but my initial thing was like, it wasn't actually like, there's a Greek term and it's very, it's a combination between, um, to stare and then at one's center. <laughs> And, and, and so it was like, it was like a practice that, that a lot of these naval tist, abictus visionist. No, or it starts no. with a, it, it's like, it's really long cause it's okay. Greek, but it starts with a, which is like a, okay. And then it goes on for like 27 other characters. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I didn't even attempt to like try and I was like, nope, that's not a word that I, my mouth can make. So moving on navel gazing, <laughs> that'll work. Well, navel gazing. English mother. So, but, but I was like, it wasn't a bad term at, right. at the time like yeah we've kind of we've kind of used it to like poke fun at people that maybe are too um inwardly focused right but a lot of the, <coughs> shit you're not joking i would not lie to you it is how many how many characters 29 letters it, well so it's, it's, it's like the whole fucking alphabet bro they used every single one 
Omphaloskepsis. Okay. It's not a bit. It's a. I mean, it's, it's a, a mouthful. It is a, a mouthful. Examining, speculating about one's navel. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry, I yeah, had to, yeah. I had to look it up. No, no, yeah, I'm, it, and I encourage anyone else to because it was it was really interesting. But they they talked about that of like you know the 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 navel or the umbilical you know at that time was kind of thought of like the center and mm-hmm. it's like okay there's I mean and there's some connection to that like where we come from and how we got here and especially in human design yeah. And now we, we poke fun at anybody who's like, oh, man, you're just like wasting your time, like thinking your life away and trying to understand the mysteries of the universe. And it's like, well, there's a point of diminished returns, certainly. But also, man, we could probably use a little bit more navel gazing in the world, maybe. I, I, I'm i kind of torn because I've spent most of my life what you would affectionately call navel gazing. Yeah. Um, but I think I've spent most of my life excusing overthinking as uh, contemplation, mm. right? Excusing the fact that I'm, um, yeah, I'm thinking about thinking, which actually is rumination, <laughs> yeah. which is turning shit over and not getting very much out mm-hmm. of it. And that, like, uh, it's taken me a, a, quite a while to realize that that there's, a lot has come from it. I can't say that it hasn't because it's like got me to where I'm at, which I'm happy with where I'm at. Sure. So it's like it's been a useful thing. But I I think when I see people doing it, I kind of want to like snap them out of it and be like, that's a waste of time. But it's not. You have to learn. You have to go through it. And I'm, yeah, I mean, I think I'm much in the same way. It was like, oh, man, I, I think too much in in all the time and i can't not think and and i'm starting to get to a place where i'll i'll come to some like little epiphany and Mm -hmm. like a like a little like oh a little nugget there Mm -hmm. and instead of just like okay let's hammer down and do this i'll i just kind of stop my almost like hmm and then move on like like i don't i don't sit there and dwell on it like i'll have this little like little like burst of flavor in my brain yeah okay and then i go you know like that's the best way i could i was like oh that's something and then that's and, actually pretty interesting. Yeah, and 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 I found that that's been helpful in like being more present and just like my overall enjoyment of this fucking whatever experience. shit show the experience where this meat suit is carrying me around in. I, I mean, that's the, really the thing is like if if what you're doing is helping you have a better experience, then it's probably useful. Yeah, and and it's hard for me to imagine this because we are like I think one of the problems with introspection. Is that you know you become more aware. This is like another term with the navel gazing that I think I'll I bring up to people um, when they're like, "Oh, you're so self conscious," and you're like, "Why wouldn't you want to be?" <laughs> like you say it as a negative thing, yeah. but to be <clears throat> self conscious is to be self aware. Yeah, it just know means, thyself. Like yeah. shit, man. That's kind of it. All kind of means the same thing. You mean it as negative as like, "Oh, you take everything that I say as offense," but actually, what? Well, maybe it's like a overly self importance is a problem. I mean, self-conscious in the, in the negative tends to be like, oh, I'm I'm so concerned mm-hmm. with what it is I'm doing and and what it looks like and what these things are that like I'm I, it, it prevents me from doing like typically like oh I'm very self-conscious about like my height sure yeah. where it's like man when anyone says something about tallness I feel I feel some kind of way about it whatever but, Gimli yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but but th- that's how we we you know the, the here's like the weird colloquial thing, version of it when i say self-conscious i don't like 
there, there's two problems there that maybe I can't parse because I'm doing it in real time and mm. I would have to like draw it out to sure. make it uh, articulate it correctly. But when I say self-conscious, I'm talking about being aware of yourself. And this comes on to another subject is like being aware of yourself as a reflection of somebody else's awareness is not useful. Hmm. Right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's the self-conscious thing that I think people, they make yes. that term. That's what they mean, but it right. doesn't mean that. And so perhaps that's like, how would we, how would we come up with a term for that? Because I mean, other than non-player character. Yeah. Right. This uh, is what we talked about the other day that right. I think is fascinating. I, I talk about it all the time lately, just because I think, um, well, because I'm, I, I think for some of the first time I'm learning how dangerous being obsessed with somebody else's story is. Mm. And this has to do with like, I have a defensive nature, uh, like an intellectual defensiveness that like manifests as neck pain. It's so bad. Like when somebody, oh, wow. I mean, this is a real, this is a real thing when, and not that I'm like that sensitive to, but I'll like put it as the like most extreme. I'll put something out that I think a lot about and when somebody criticizes it, not in a helpful manner, like just as a offshoot of like, oh, it's bullshit. It's this, that, or the other. And they try to explain it dismissive. away. Yeah, it's a dismissive nature. I become incredibly defensive of it. And and that's just because I'm defensive of my time and it's like my darling or mm -hmm. whatever. I think I'm defensive of my intellectual ideas because I don't have kids. And therefore, that's your my, that is your my ideas are are my children or yeah. the, the my son that I've given birth to, mm -hmm. and therefore I'm defensive of it. So yeah, you say some shit about my kids, we're fucking fighting, bro. Yeah, for sure, we'll put you in the ground. And what I've noticed is like how unhelpful that is. Yeah, right. If if something is something, an idea is not in any danger, right? Unless yeah. that idea is attached to my self-worth or the idea of myself, mm -hmm. then I am under the perception that it's in danger, which is why I get defensive of it. So there's there's this like um, thing that's been happening over the past couple of years where I've really allowed myself to let go of certain things and it really doesn't bother me. Mm. Like it's really strange. In fact, it happened a couple weeks ago. I think I wrote something, uh, I don't know, it was like a joke about the Will Smith thing. Yeah. And it was like just a funny like, oh, isn't that funny? Like the, uh, and it had to do with like me realizing that the internet and the, f the part that I think is most fun, the memes and the like, the making fun of shit and the, like kind of like the, the reflection of how stupid humanity is, yet we also self-congratulate ourselves on building rockets that we didn't believe. Or we, we group ourselves in like, remember when we went to the moon? You didn't do any of that shit. We, you who is this we? Exactly. Like, we didn't do any of that. And so it was it was kind of a reflection on like, man, when we get on the internet, we we make the internet bad. Like, it's our behavior. And to admittedly, it's 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 the part that I like the most which is talking about how shitty people are, which yeah. is making the world shittier. And you're like, it was just like a, you know, a little passive kind of funny story comment right. that I was just like, I don't know, it's probably high. <laughs> Who knows? But um, somebody commented and they were like, yeah, or it's like realizing that you run this business. And I can't remember said because it's unimportant, but it's like, and then you like pander to people and you think yourself better than anybody. And then you sell overpriced products. And I was like, I, I was like, Man, I was like, somebody has a fucking girl. Like, I never yeah. e even take offense to it because I immediately saw somebody that was hurt. And I, it was also like, you know, I could use this moment 
to to actually do damage to somebody, which I will do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not above it. Yeah, I'm not above it. <laughs> I think my comment back was like, "Yeah, it could be worse. You could follow those assholes." Right? Like, what? <laughs> true. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, why are you watching this then? Like, oh, weird. How did you even see this? <laughs> it's like, so it's like, it's like this theme still comes up where it's like, okay, I know all of this happens. All of this stuff is like human nature. I'm becoming more aware and more aware of the traps that I fall into. Yeah. It's taken me 40 fucking years. <laughs> I told Marwena this, this morning, like, I have been like, what I would call aware since I was probably 17, mm-hmm. maybe 14. And that, that's because I became, uh, I got introduced to martial arts. Yeah. And in order to study the martial art that I wanted to do, I had to go, you couldn't pay money for it. The The guy was a, 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 a Zen master who also taught Iaido. Mm-hmm. And so in order to learn Japanese traditional swordsmanship and the art of the draw, I'd have to go sit at the Zen center in downtown Salt Lake at four in the morning to seven in the morning, twice Jeez. a week. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I just want to learn how to cut whatever. shit. Yeah. And it was like, lights went off the first day I ever sat and meditated because he was like, Oh, you're, um, <laughs> you're a student of the sword. You have to sit in Seiza position, which is on top of your knees. Mm-hmm. I can't sit cross-legged like a monk. They make you sit on your oh, knees. Shit. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm tough. Yeah. No, not for three hours, 90 seconds, dude. And oh, I was shit. like, what the fuck is like, I have no idea what's happening. And I was like, immediately became antsy. It's the most painful transition I've ever made into my awareness. Yeah. Which was like, he would look on you and be like, mm. like he would just like, this is how you do it. You know? Yeah. And he's like, breathe and focus on your breath and make that breath go into your body and remove the pain from your legs. Mm-hmm. And it was like, excruciating like i swear i fell down when i like stood up after yeah because you stand up and do walking meditation uh-huh. to like break it up or whatever because it's it's not like a fucking shanghai retreat like this yeah, is like, like they don't give a fuck they're like hey we're, we're not here to like do a dog and pony show for exactly tourists it's like we're doing real shit and suddenly like man i became really aware really quickly about meditation and breathing and how important and how painful your mind is mm. that was I don't know, over half of my life ago. And yeah. I'm just now being like, oh, yeah, ah, shit. I it, I remember them saying this. Yeah. And I said no. that I understood. I didn't I fucking, I, I didn't did. get it. Yeah, it's it. I, something that I've recently have come to, and I'm, and I'm still struggling with it, but it, but I think it, it, it has helped for me. And you talk about how painful the mind is. Um, and I, I don't know if this was a, I'm pretty sure I was on drugs when I had this <laughs> realization. <laughs> We're not even hiding it anymore. I Whatever. <laughs> I was under some kind of influence. Um, and it occurred to me like how miserable I, like the misery I flick, inflict on myself by my mental state that I create <laughs> all on my own. Like it's not, it's not, you know, it's, it's intrinsic. Like I, I am doing this. And so the, the thought was like, if, if, if someone had the ability to like manifest my consciousness, mm-hmm. if they were like, Hey, you know, there's like, let's say there's like a list and they could go through and they're like, I'm picking, I'm sliding, I'm trying to, it's like Tinder swiping yeah. consciousness. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and they're looking at the stats, they're looking at whatever demo, whatever, you know, credentials that I have on my, my consciousness yeah. Tinder profile. Um, and they, for whatever reason, 
idiotically decide to choose it, you know, would they be happy with that choice? Like, is is this environment that I am creating inside my uh, my consciousness? Your canoodle. My canoodle. <laughs> um, is that one they're like, man, I'm sure glad I fucking threw my body into this thing. And I was like, fuck no. You don't think so? No, not at that time. Not at that time. I was like, yeah, this is a very like unhealthy space and I'm creating that. So I'm like, fuck, I don't know if that's the way things work. We're like, yeah, man, we're just somewhere in some other plane. And we're just like, oh, that body looks cool. Let me jump into that and see what happens. And you know, the veil of forgetting and all, and I I don't subscribe to that, but that's just, just kind of following that theory. It popped in my head and I was like, yeah, man, I'm, man, I'm sorry for whoever like sucks <laughs> to suck, over, man. Takes over my consciousness. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe I should do better about yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, did it, did it, did it, uh, Imme- it, immediately. It I was like, I'm going to make an shift. effort. I'm going to make an effort. And, and I catch myself. I'm like, Hey man, you're making this a real fucking shitty. And it's like, dude, you just, you know, like Dutch, oven. you just farted under the covers and just hell you're holding yourself under it. I'm like mentally Dutch ovening myself. <laughs> mental Dutch. <laughs> I, it's, I mean, it's, it's not, um, I like the, the conscious tender idea because I I think a a lot of people lose this when they like, oh man, I wish I was that person. I'm like, really? Dude. Well, I get it all the time. People like, man, I wish I I just want to be more like you. I'm like, no, you don't die. I mean, I don't know, dude. It's fucking scary in here. I mean, nowadays, I would say nowadays they'd be like, fuck, I have it pretty goddamn good Mm -hmm. in my head. In, in my in my my body feels good my awareness feels good like pretty much everything like which is a profound statement considering the last year that you've had yeah I mean that's that's pretty pretty telling to say like yeah man life is fucking good like I'm sorry no yeah. no one else in your circumstance would ever well make be, that claim because I, don't I think. think most people take that opportunity to like feel sorry for themselves but if you're if you're clear, um, and I mean, you're, you're clear in your awareness, mm. not just your thinking, your thinking is next to worthless when it's working out these kind of problems. Yeah. Like how, how does your, how does your logic help you with grief? It doesn't. So like that it's, it's different than that. I, what is different about it is that I think I realized a while ago that you're like, man, no matter what somebody has, nobody has what you have. Mm. And if you transport it into somebody else, they would become just as shitty as you are right now. This happened, um, this guy, Lee Phillips, who's like been on the cover of Men's Health. He's a friend of ours. He's been yeah, on the cover. Yeah. He's like- It's disgusting. He's, Fuck that guy. He is a beautiful man. And to to add insult to that, he is the most like genuinely nice guy. Mm. So he's handsome, nice. He's a firefighter. Gross. He saves people's lives. He's the world's <laughs> fittest firefighter. And he's been, and he's a cover model, and he's like all of these things. And he's British, and or he's Welsh, I should say. Yeah. I don't want to fucking oh, offend man, him. Don't mess that up. But somebody was just like, "Oh fuck, man, it would be awesome to be him." And you're like, "Dude, in three weeks, you'd be just as fat and worthless yeah, as be- you are now. You would ruin what he has built." And what's funny is he, if he transported into your body, you'd be <laughs> jacked be awesome. out of your mind, and you'd probably be fucking handsome out of nowhere. You know, you're <laughs> ugly fuck. You're like, <laughs> but th- like. You can't transplant the part that matters, mm. right? That ma- that that in that inherent part that's you, and that's what you have to figure. You, you have to figure out that part that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you put a fucking 
shitty driver behind the wheel yeah. of a Formula One yeah. car. They're going to wreck know, it. You're, you're going to destroy it. It's not like <laughs> you're like, man, if I just had a faster car, I yeah. could win this race. And do, it's like, do you watch that show? Do you watch uh, Formula One on Netflix? Not like the series? No, no, no. no. It, it's very good. Like they didn't, I mean, they must have some fucking marketing dollars because they were probably like, Americans don't like Formula One. How do we get that to happen? Let's do a reality TV show. Now suddenly every American Everyone's loves Formula One. But what they do a really good job of showing is the immature nature of the drivers. So they have this like incredibly dangerous job, like uh, unbelievably to the point where nobody that gets to the age where self, uh, self-preservation mm-hmm. comes online nobody can drive yeah so we're like we're done now this, yeah. this is not for us you're steering the fucking boat into the you know trying to just stay off the rails yeah, yeah. but what they constantly talk about especially in the last season is this idea that like <laughs> drivers no matter how they good they are they, they are so confident that if something goes wrong the first thing that they blame is the car <laughs> Right, the first thing, ah, fucking yeah, alignment fuck, was on. Yeah, just fuck, it doesn't work. It doesn't. It's not right. It's not this. And the mechanics are like, that's the best fuck. That's a fucking hundred million dollar car, dude. Like, yeah. it's do no, you under, no joke. Do you understand the precision with which <laughs> this has been put together? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're talking about the the thousandth of a millimeter. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Tuned to. Yeah, there's like, no tolerance. You're like, there. fuck off, guy. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's I think that's part of the nature yeah. of that thing. It's it's part of the nature of uh, being a driver. It's just like, I have to not, I have to believe so much in myself mm-hmm. that I can't believe that I'm the problem, yep. which gives me a, a very good confidence in the order to go into a corner at 198 miles an hour, but it also doesn't allow me to be honest. The best fighters that, that I, sure. maybe that's not fair. Some of the best. I think there's. I think you can look into different categories because I think there are guys that are that are exceptional fighters and have had a ton of success mm-hmm. and still have some level of self awareness. Yeah. But I think, I think there is a point of self awareness that is detrimental to performance in in something like that because what when you recognize the more your mortality. Mm-hmm. Man, it really throws things. It makes it a lot harder to stand toe to toe and just like chuck knuckles at somebody. What would you say that like, and maybe this is the arc that I I found that is pretty true. And maybe it's like a U shaped curve where mm-hmm. you first find awareness and actually it dips. Yeah, right. Your like performance, it brings out the cynic actually. Yeah, like right. Like so, I go, oh my god, I'm actually not that fit or not that strong. Mm-hmm. And you're like, fuck, I'm worthless. And it, you you really dip. Yeah, and then you go, well. Actually, now that I noticed it, I could probably do something about it if I'm not so depressed about how fucking worthless I am. Yeah. So if you can overcome your internal cynic, you can actually trajectory back up. That's transcendence. That's I I, I would agree with you. And this has been the conversation for the past uh, couple of weeks between some like close friends of mine that talk about this shit all the time, which is like transcendence isn't for everyone. Ooh. This is a hard pill to swallow. Oh, that that probably makes people feel some kind of way. But think about all the things that people think that they're entitled to, especially mm. in Western culture, especially in American culture, yeah. right? It's yeah. the Fight Club kind of like you know jockeying list of like millionaires and rock stars and movie stars and all. We we've we're this is one of the problems with like 
the perception of a non-caste system. And I say perception because we are We're still, most definitely have a caste it's system. A, it's for sure an aristocracy. It's an oligarchy. Like, make no you bones under, about it. You understand because the elite don't even refer to themselves as the elite because everybody knows what they are. Yeah. So there's the elite and then there's everybody else. Mm-hmm. And there's everybody else that kind of like makes the world happen. And I would say the middle, uh, you know, I think, guess what, like, I heard it quoted the other day as like a lap laptop class. So the people that view life through their laptop and judge it, like that's the middle class, the upper middle class. Yeah. And then there's the lower middle class, which I don't know what you would call that. It's like the, I don't where know. You, were ta- you said the other day, like the 10, 40, 40, 10. Yeah. This has been my number for quite a while. Yeah. I was usually talk about, you know, the perception of the population, but I, I think it's no different. Yeah. I would say that the middle makes up of 80% of the population. Yep. Right. And you have the elite class. If you're talking about class, I mean, what? It, well, look at a bell curve. I mean, what is the distribution on the bell curve? That's same. that's what it is, For roughly. Sure. I mean, yeah. and then you have the bottom. And I was like, the 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 bottom need the upper forty to pull them, or sorry, the the bottom forty need the upper forty to pull them out, or even the top ten to pull them out. Yep. And the upper 40 can't do much at all. Just be themselves. They Mm -hmm. affect almost nobody. And the bottom 10 are worthless. Yeah. And you're like, it's the top's job to make sure that most of society doesn't fall into the bottom 10. Mm -hmm. And that's not saying like that. That has to do with class. I'm not making like a proletariat, you know, (laughs) like a argument for communism because I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. But responsible spiritually responsible yeah you know whatever the thing well because you were saying you were like man you know you would think that like well whoever's in front of you if they're ahead of you they can pull you up but you were saying that like that the bottom that lower 40 percent can't pull the 10 up the 10 can only pull them down yes yeah you grab onto them and they're such a succubus yeah right and this is like in which our... is which is sadly it's the 40 it's that lower 40 yeah. percent that is most I think um, uh, motivated to try and help the 10. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the people that are barely getting by that tend to be the most generous. Who are the people that care about climate change and care about the homeless and care about like they care about, you know, and I would say maybe they care about it because they're closer. Maybe to they it. can feel it. They can taste it. They yeah. Smell it. Their distance is there. And mm-hmm. so they really like, especially the impasse of, of that class yeah. that in, I think, <sighs> It goes a different way. How many people do you think have like actually given up on not? Have, I wouldn't say given up, but have redef- They've given up on our cultural example of success, and they've defined their own success. Fuck. Um, three. Three percent. No, three people. <laughs> I would say it's it's definitely it's a fraction of a percent. It's not a whole number. It's not a whole number percent. You're. <laughs> You're you're jaded. Your 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 view is contorted yeah. because this space has attracted a lot of those people. You don't you don't intermingle with most common folk. Fair, right? Yeah. So I, I so you're you're, you're you're skewed. Your perspective, I think, is. I mean, I hope I'm wrong too. I know we all we all hope we're really wrong about all our perceptions. But if we build a if we build a pretty accurate map. I think it shows you how to engage with most of humanity, mm. which also, if you're going to be successful in whatever that you define as success, it will set those circumstances up, right? Like I, if I know that most people can't redefine success past, you know, monetary Their bank account. Yeah. Something, something very 
fucking superficial. Mm -hmm. I know how to appeal to that person because it's very easy. And then maybe I can help shift them away from that idea. Yeah. But for the most part, okay, it's rare, right? Yeah. Suffice to say, yeah, it's uncommon. And that's how power structures keep their power. They don't allow redefinition of things. Mm -mm. This gets hard. It gets hard. These are all hard pills to swallow, especially... you know, because it has to do with like redefining sometimes in some cases, redefining the core structure of society. Yeah. I mean, from a business model, right? Like, let's say that I'm peddling masculinity. Like, that's what I'm selling. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I write the book and define masculinity as having a beard and mm-hmm. looking this and talking this way and behaving this thing. And I just so happens that the, the way I define it is exactly how I am. Yeah. Then I become the guy. I just create the my my own market. Yeah, you dug a really deep hole. I, well, it, also yes, because now I can't never not be that thing, which is well that and all hard. the people with beards and have all the things that you say are the things that they also want to be so easily cheer you on so you basically just appeal to the people that are already doing the thing and this is this is a hard problem for me because like when we talk about fitness concepts most of the people that are fucking cheering already get it right like it's just pandering to the fucking audience that we already have but also maybe one in a thousand are like wait what did you say i never thought about it like that and that's the person that that's i can needs it that's the that's the one that we can pull out and that's where like my focus goes man if i can and i'm not gonna i'm not here to help people yeah right my, my deal is it is a you know yeah that person will get help sure like if we can get somebody to recognize the importance of uh, physical capability to the point where they get psychological mastery and opens them up to a spiritual possibility, then maybe they can find some kind of autonomy in, in internal authority. Mm-hmm. If that happens, what I did helps me because I go, I am fucking awesome. That It's a hundred percent ego. Sure. Right. I go, yeah, I do know what I'm doing and what I'm talking about is a real thing. Yeah. It's affirmation. It's proof in the pudding. Yeah. If somebody is like, I don't know, if somebody's just like, I like working out already. And then you said the stuff that validated my exercise addiction. I'm like, uh, shit. It doesn't do much for the, the overall thesis in terms of. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so it's really about for me, it's it's like it's not a philanthropic enterprise. Yeah. It's like it's 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 feeding my ability to make sure that what I'm doing is working. I mean, you say that, but there is altruism in what you do because <laughs> I, 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 I have seen your response. I have no, I have felt your response to the product of what it is you do. And it transcends beyond validating your theory like you genuinely feel good about tom and ken and their plight not because it proved what you're doing but because these guys now have a much better quality of life and you're happy for them because you care about them i mean they're they're like my it's kind of funny because ken because he's so busy with his his business he hasn't come in here sure he him and Tom and Ray, they're like my pride and joy. Mm. And I don't like to tell them that because I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you can't like give them to. No, Otherwise you can't. They well, think, then they stop doing shit. Yeah. Well, then they could get away with something. And right. And I just That's can't a problem. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the funny part about that is like, fuck. 
Well, what is it about them? I, I don't think I did that. Like they weren't a charity case. No, though, not at all. Right. But what they've become really is like at the core of what we talk about mm -hmm. and it validates what we're doing. And, and I, what I want to be careful with is like, should I be seeking validation for what I'm doing? Because that asserts, it, it presumes that I'm correct. No, but you, but you, you need some barometer to like assess, right? So it's yeah. not seeking validation, but it's just like, man, I, if, if I have a technique that I'm working on, like I need to test it out and I need high speed tests. It, too, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's okay. So I throw it on a white belt. I'm like, well, yeah, duh. Chump doesn't know what he's doing. And then it's like, oh, blue belt. Okay. That was pretty easy. And you know, it, now, and, and I escalate up and it's like at a certain point, okay, man, this is a valid thing. And all right, mm. good. I'll hang on to it. Or it's like, shit, it works on white belts, but I can't, I can't barely execute it on the blue belt. Maybe this isn't worth pursuing, or maybe I need to reevaluate. I'm doing something wrong with this. Well, so go back to the thing that you're talking about where you're like, you know, you've built this persona and you do like when, when I think about masculine people, I usually don't think, I mean, I make the joke about masculine people. Sure. Right. Like, you know, the, the flannel and the ax and the like spreading your seed or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but when I think of masculine people they're they actually, and I don't mean this offensively, they have a very feminine quality to them. I don't even consider myself like like I don't identify myself as like masculine. Like I know I have a company called Savage Gentleman. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, and I've I, got this coat on and I've got this very manly coat on, which we sell by the way. <laughs> Plug. This. It's a, yeah. Nice. It's goat suede ranch jacket. No big deal. Um, <laughs> it's on sale actually right now. Believe it or not. Uh, but I, I mean, I look at myself and, and masculinity is not how I, I, identify. I mean, yeah, I live in that world mm -hmm. and I like to do manly shit for sure. Mm -hmm. But it, but it's like, that's not, that's not who I am. And I don't really, I don't really care that much about it. Like what I, what I care about is like being a good human, you mm. know what I mean? And it's just like, okay, how can I do good? And in order for me to do good, like I have to create a certain internal environment and what what activities foster that healthy environment? Well, it turns out for me, um, going out and swinging an ax does something going out and like getting my, my heart rate up, going out and sleeping in the dirt and doing mm -hmm. these things that people would identify with traditional masculinity mm -hmm. creates a, a positive internal environment that then allows me to not be a fuck, um, mm. you know, a shithead around everybody else. So the, and this is, this is to come back to like, bring it together. Cause this is where I think it's fascinating. And we talked about it a little bit, which is like this concept of masculinity and femininity. And it's like, aside from all the like cultural bullshit, that's like gaslighting fucking gender assignment sure. and all yep. that. Cause I, I think that's a huge distraction. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are being injured by being dragged into the depths of something that looks like postmodernism, yep. which should just be fucking ignored. Like, you know, when like, you know, when like, uh, you know, you're, you're in grade school or whatever. And you're like, most of the kids are pretty good. They're on their good behavior. And there's always this fucking kid. That's like, and the teacher eventually just learns to be like, shut the just fuck don't up. Give yeah. It's, 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 um, flat earth theory. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like, I'm not arguing with you. Like, I don't even, you don't even, you're like, no. I'm you're not. like, first of all, 
your system, like even if you were correct, the system isn't better. Right. Right. You have you haven't improved anything, so there's no use in adopting the system. The 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 second thing is like yeah, paying attention. So you just got I'm not talking about that, but I am talking about what is, you know, maybe worrisome, which I'm not that worried about it, but people are worried that like masculinity is dissolving and it's mm. gonna be you know, like, like we're going into this shift where people are just gonna be like neutered and it, like um first of all, probably like the the idea is that humans evolve. Sure. Right? And I, there are some conservative practices traditionally and in like hunter-gatherer and tribalistic uh, cultures that I really appreciate. Sure. Um, but like most things, I think they go away because humans actually are, you know, not in our lifetime for right. sure, but we're like gearing to transform into some amorphic <laughs> fucking ambiguous being that's translucent and lives in the stars. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it's easier. Just think about this for a second. How easy it is to take care of something that is kind of ambiguous, like that doesn't have hard definition. Very specific ne individualistic needs. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I, I, it's I a Starship think, Enterprise, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's a self-correcting problem mm -hmm. um, because for however long, however long it takes to get there, mm -hmm. right? There's going to be a a quantity that will be of of individuals that are required to have certain traits and utilize those traits. Yeah, and and life will balance it's constantly seeking homeostasis so you'll the, the pendulum will swing in a certain direction and then will create an environment that forces it to swing back and so oh, masculinity man. you know traditional masculinity and those skills and those traits you know yeah they're going to fall out of favor for a while until you reach they're a needed. tipping point and then like oh fuck man we better we better nut up and do some things yeah, like, we need some badass dudes that can do some shit yeah i agree with that point i might disagree with the with the nature of why they swing back and forth, perhaps not like saying that you're, you're wrong. I just like lo I'm looking at it a little mm -hmm. bit differently. Um, so uh, when I look at like evolutionary traits, mm -hmm. uh, it, this is a hard concept because I think it is rooted in your belief of how you view the universe okay. as either stable, uh, regressive or progressive, okay. right? Or, or whether it's doing one of those things. Mm -hmm. Usually conservatives believe that the universe is held in balance, hmm. right? Like that it's swinging well, from side to side. When I say equilibrium or when I say the pendulum swinging, mm -hmm. the pendulum isn't the top. The point of the pendulum isn't static in my mind. So the pendulum can okay. still move, right? So it's, uh, okay. So it's oscillating. It's, it's okay. It's, yeah. So it's oscillating. Or I guess vacillating. Would yeah. Be but, yeah. but, but, you know, it's not it's not coming all the way back to this point because it because time is linear and it's always moving forward. So now okay. it's in a different state. So when it swings back, it's maybe a little bit it's in a different spot than okay. it was. Because I could appreciate those val like that yeah. that articulated. I'm not saying we're gonna go all the way back to like no, men no, no, of the fifties no. because we've gone way too far on the I see thing. what you're saying. So yeah. the vacillation makes sense. Um I I would point it out that like what what I see it as is is kind of each stage of human evolution, and we have not seen big jumps and leaps and bounds. It's too hard to imagine, but we have basically been essentially the same kind of being for 200,000 years, mm -hmm. which is such a small amount of time. And I don't think people realize how small amount of time that is. Yeah. Right? Like, th this is an insanely small fraction of history for species and evolution. So that 
perspective is first. The second one is that each stage we develop culturally and like maybe not genetic evolutionary traits, but cultural traits that get us onto the next point. Mm -hmm. That that is weird, right? Because these cultural aspects people want to talk about how shitty they are like oh you're all tribalistic no motherfucker you wouldn't be here unless we were tribalistic right unless we were able to differentiate different from me like the the comparison although might seem archaic because you know you love watching netflix and you believe that you know you can understand the world's problems from your cubicle sure that that's not accurate. Like all of the things that have been useful, even the even what we designate as ethically fucking terrible, like genocides and rapes, all of these things were mechanisms for human evolution or, or, or cultural evolution, right? And this is uh, the nature of comparison is that how would we be here with what we would call greater ethics and greater awareness unless we had something to contrast that with? Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, this this has been, this is the nature of nature mm. really is like, well, a, a, a creature is going to do whatever it needs to do. <laughs> Creature's going to creature. Creature's going to creature, man. And it's like, so we, we look at, we look at, um, these terrible, these abhorrent um, practices for nowadays. And we look at like, man, you guys just ran in there and just fucking murdered everyone mm -hmm. and took all their shit. And now you're like, Hey, this is ours now. Mm -hmm. And like, we're like, man, that's super not cool. Like, and if you don't believe how uncool people feel about it, talk to some people about like the Columbus and shit, yeah. you know, they get real upset about it, but it's like, that's, that's no civilization has ever been built without bloodshed and taking someone else's shit. Yeah. We get really upset about this specific time period because it's kind of the most recent time it's, it's happened, I guess, mm -hmm. except for kind of the Russia Ukraine thing, which we're seeing. And now we're, now we all feel some kind of way about it. We're like, what the fuck? You can't do this. Oh, and yeah. it's like, but the they, chemical weapons but, thing that just fucking well, popped really off. Fucked up. But, but Hot. I mean, human creatures have been using whatever means of their disposal mm -hmm. To like fucking to take dance. the shit that they need or feel like they need or to protect themselves. And and I'm not saying that that makes it right, but we need to understand that nature, right? And we need to like, mm -hmm. okay, acknowledge there's a better way, but to dwell on. And, and so we're doing that now. We're saying, hey, yeah, no, we don't do that anymore. Like, mm -hmm. hey, Putin, that's not how we roll. Yeah. Um, and people are, and he's getting some pressure on it versus he's not listening though. He's, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's need toxic a bigger stick. masculine. He's so <laughs> fucking toxic. So here's, uh, this is kind of an interesting, uh, cause I, I, I think we agree on, on kind of like how we look at that. What I would say is that the viewpoint of, um, masculinity and femininity in the culture is an energetic one. Okay. And that, that's why, a, that's why shit is so really fucking weird right now is because we have not defined these things mm. to sensible terms. And that that's why I think it's important. That's why I go back and I go, no, the foundation for my thinking needs to be on a bigger, like kind of unknowable one. Yeah. The foundation is energetic. And mm -hmm. then when people throw around terms like masculinity and femininity, they go, what you're talking about is energy. Yeah. Um, not not something specific. It's something that can be identified. And it's like, when you know it, you know it. When, sure. you, when you interact with a conscious being, you know it, but you can't show me where the consciousness is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, for some you can. You're like, yeah, it's in their phone. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, what we try, what we try to, what we try to to do is is um, chart it out, right? We're based off of like activities or skills or preferences, and we say, okay, if you have enough in this category and between then then you're masculine if okay yeah. you check all these boxes and there's only a couple over here you know what i mean or if the balance is the other way but it but but i think energy is a really good way to define and i like the way that you define it because it's not it's not specific to like what fucking beer you drink no. or all this you're like ah man like Miller lights for poofs like real men only drink budweiser like right. what but but there are people who want to for sure. Well, because you know, that's it. easy for them. Yeah, it's, it's just like easy. it's just like saying success is this amount of money in your bank account. Sure. But really, what we're talking about is success. Does it is an is a, a use of energy that's productive? Hmm. Well defined, productive. Well, like for what you want to create. Yeah, because someone's productive yeah. is like you know, man, I can be really productive doing fuck all. And someone else is like, man, what a lazy piece of shit. But, but like, this was a productive day for me. But if your if your productivity is to foster contemplation, so that you can, like, sure, that that's actually not. It might be physically lazy, sure. Uh, but the productivity, as long as it's defined and mm -hmm. intentional, I would say that is what I mean. Humans are batteries. Yeah, they well, are energy. I mean, a, a productive state for me currently, mm -hmm. where I'm at is is less about like how much I accomplish on my computer and yeah. what I do for my business and productivity is like man what is the environment that I create in my home yes. what is the state yeah. of 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 everyone's emotions and feelings and security and that sort of thing between my wife and my kids yep. and and to do that requires less financial success mm -hmm. and more presence and intention and love and you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes there's physical labor. Like sometimes I got to go fucking clear a tree out of the driveway so we can get out and yeah. get some food. But you know what I mean? And when that stuff is necessary to uphold what you say is successful, it's really easy for you to identify what you put your energy yeah. in. Like, like when getting your kids out of the house creates an amount, like requires an amount of work, the work is easy to do. Mm -hmm. And this is why, like, so somebody might look at you and be like, fuck Josh, all you do is stay home. You're like a stay at home dad. That's like a woman thing to do. Yeah, You'd yeah. be like, well, not real. Like I don't feel like a woman. Yeah, like, which means well, you're it, not one. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, and it's it, it's been easier for me personally to like accept that because yeah, society society would look at my like daily schedule if mm -hmm. you can even call it that, but my daily activity and like, what the fuck, bro? Like you're not very manly, but um, I've got a trump card. Where for me, at least, it's like, well, I can kick your ass. So who's fucking manly? You know what I mean? Like, I'll fuck your shit up, bro. Like, but, but this is, this comes back to the, this is like appealing. This is my, my nature is to come back to this. Oh yeah. Fuck you kind of deal. But that, that's, that's the masculine side. And this is when we, when I talk about energy and then defining, I go masculine, you know, people will hate this, especially conservative people, mm. especially right now when like this argument about gender identification is going on. But energy is is not defined by sexual parts hmm. and, and that's hard to identify because i do believe that females have certain sexual organs, organs yeah. and, and, and biological features that make them a female but i also believe men can have feminine features i honestly do think that gender is on a spectrum as we define gender as being like 
a description of your balance of feminine. Well, you're and talking about energy. gender and sex, like sex Different. is binary. Yes, I'm making a very and then specific. And there's a thing. third category, right? So you have you have gender, which is your sexual energy, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. You have sex, which is your biological, right? Whatever, and then you have sexual preference or orientation yes. as to like, hey man, what are you into? Right. What What are you attracted to? Which has to do with this with how you first feel about energy. Hmm. So we can go back a little bit. I like I'm defining this is a very simplistic term because it's more complex than this, but masculine energy is, is about order, mm-hmm. right? It's about, um, identifying, uh, codifying and ordering things so that they become known and controllable. Masculine energy is about control. It's about, it's about putting something in its place. Think about, I mean, you know, I know you don't particularly subscribe to this, but again, reversing this way back biblically, mm-hmm. Adam, the first man, his job was to order shit in the garden. He's going to name <laughs> and categorize all the things and tend I, it and do this stuff. And here's the part like, it's not that I don't like what was described in archaic text is not unuseful. Right. Right. And, and I, like, these are some of the features of hermetic laws and even Gnosticism that is like these original practices and beliefs. A lot of these things are inherent in that practice. And that's why people think that they're archaic. It doesn't mean that they're not true. Mm-hmm. And so if, if we look at like masculine energy, just in the very basic terms as about dominating nature and, and organization and ordering and, and that kind of thing, there's also defense. There's a, there's a there's sure you can go really far with it, but at its can. base, I mean, yeah. the most simplistic term, which I think, you know, is probably where we need because it's over, we've way overcomplicated mm-hmm. it now. Mm-hmm. So let's all right, let's let's clear the slate. Let's start from the bottom it's up. It's about ordering. And then feminine energy is actually about chaos. Yeah. Fucking snake and fruit and shit. Well, the reason <laughs> being, and this, this is not a pejorative. This is not to say that women are chaotic. It's to say that energy, feminine energy energetically is about mixing things that might not normally come together. Mm-hmm. It's about creation. Well, creation is chaotic in, in a sense. Of right? course. It like is. how it, do you, it's the universe, right? Like, I mean, from, from a, biological level like how do you explain you know seven out of one out of seven million sperm like that's the one that creates life in the egg or what and i'm just i don't sure. know if that's the right number but it's a lot of them but here's the weird like so when that's you look, it chaotic as to yeah. which one actually makes it like when you look at the the ingredients in the universe you're basically looking at hydrogen you're looking at one thing that was very ordered and it mm-hmm. took wild chaotic circumstances for anything else to come out of that. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe that it was divinely inspired is irrelevant. You're just looking at the materials, the basic materials for the universe were very simple, mm-hmm. but the circumstances in which they could become other things are chaotic. Yeah. You're talking a mass explosion, unfathomable speeds and heat and temperatures and movement in order. Like that's not order. No, right. It's, that's it's chaos. the antithesis. Yeah. And then the masculine energy part of that is gravity to some sort, mm. right? That is forcing and dominating particles to come together and accumulate and, and organize in ways that create circumstances for both of these energy types to produce something. Yeah. That's it's, success in terms of the universe. Yeah. It's productive. And, and, and those two things are um, 
at some level, maybe indistinguishable or at least intertwined in such a way because you can't have gravity without mass and right. energy, right? Vice versa, yeah. And, and so either way, so when you're talking about, yeah, man, there's this explosion and all this shit spinning around and going somewhere and it's like, well, and then it need gravity to order it, right? But yeah. like without those things, there would be nothing to gravitate to. Right. Exactly. Right. So, so you have masculine. You need masculine in film. They have to. You one hundred percent need both. You need this dichotomy in order to create anything. And Mm -hmm. where I see the mistake is, is like you can't change your state or what you do unless you understand the nature of what you put energy into. Mm. Right. Like, what kind of energy do I need in order to be productive? Sometimes you need nurturing energy. Right. That might. That might be feminine in nature, but it might be, it might put you in a place where you can actually exhibit masculine energy. And, and then when you when you bring these things into the individual, that individual becomes part of the tribe. That tribe becomes part of the collective. Now we mm-hmm. like to separate these things, but they're inseparable, only describable. Right? You can never remove yourself from your tribe or the the people that you most influence you and really direct what I would call your you know your your um your ethics and morals sure. for lack of a better description. I yeah and the problem with that is you have a lot of people that that are under this illusion that you can, right? And they can this is this is the the sigma male fallacy, right? <laughs> of like I'm a fucking lone wolf and I don't need oh, anyone yeah, yeah. and I can just blah blah whatever. Right? And mm-hmm. it's like Shut up. Stop it. Everyone wants to be John Wick, right? And it's like, guys, that's a movie. Like, no one in the history of the world has existed in that state for very long. Yeah. It's unsustainable. It's not a good model. Like, it's cool. It's impressive. And like, yeah, man, there's... Fuck, who doesn't want to be John Wick? Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, this is kind of... Let's put this... like. Don't get me wrong. I think that movie's fucking awesome, especially anybody revenging their dead dog. Yeah. But if you took the synopsis to that and you just put that on paper, you're like, guy isolates himself with extreme depression based off of the passing of his wife. He becomes a sociopathic killer and murders hundreds of people. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you isolate away from people. Yeah, it's, like- it's, it's very problematic. <laughs> I mean, listen, most serial killers are not very mentally stable, healthy, adjusted members, functioning members of society. You don't just go from being like, yeah, man, you know, here I was just hanging out at the local, you know, whatever. (laughs) The YMCA. I was hanging out at the Y, you know, I just came home from a church group and now I'm going to fucking slaughter, you know, and I'm going to take people home and torture them. Like, what? That's not, there's something to that. I don't know exactly what. There is. And this is kind of like, it's hard to, but, with the prevalence and, and obviously like you're in these circles. So it's not to like offense. I don't mean any offense to anybody that focuses on one of these types of energies unless they don't see it as part of the whole, because mm. one masculine feature is to reduce things down and codify it to the point that it makes sense to that person. Right. What I find the mistake is, and I don't think you're doing this at all, the mistake is when people reduce things down and think that that's all there is. Yeah, I've right? got it figured out, guys. I did it. Yeah, that Here's like the book. oh no, I it's, wrote the book. It's yeah, about it being here. a man and exerting dominance because when you when you push these energies out into collectives, yeah. you get what 
is a real patriarchy, not the one that you're talking about in gender studies class that's really, you know, not allowing women to make an appropriate wage. That's mm -hmm. not what a patriarchy is. And that's the hardest concept to understand sometimes is when you are so involved within a system, you can't actually see the system. Yeah. Well, you that's indoctrination. Indoctrination. Exactly. And patriarchy has nothing to do with men and, and masculine, the, the, men putting down and subjugating others as in a gender, it has to do with the energetics of dominance and mm. ordering about control. A patriarchy is about a few controlling many. Yeah. That's what it really has to do with just because, uh, Hillary Clinton gets elected in a patriarch does not make her a matriarch. It makes her a female representative of a patriarch. Mm -hmm. She's still exerting. She's still perpetuating the patriarchy. Look at her fucking pantsuit, man. It's masculine as fuck. Yeah. Like she wants to dominate and peg everybody. And I mean like everybody. Legitimate. And legitimately peg, not like metaphorically. No, like, not through taxes or any of that no, shit. No, no, no. She's going to strap on and yeah. just fucking. The energy from that being is to control others. That's just what it is. Is Now, you mentioned this before, and I don't know if this is going to get too weird to dive into. But, you know, is that the ultimate reduction? Is your sexual energy? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Because you're like, you're like, we're reducing everything down. I was like, no, she just wants to butt fuck everyone with a, <laughs> with a dildo, and you're and like, and that's what everything, all of her motivation stems from that energetic um, um, motive. This is something I'm still working on, which is me trying to think about the energy that you put into things, mm -hmm. right? So, I, I'm trying to put balanced energy into things, okay. but what I realize is that. I can't help but be what I am. Hmm. I can't help but produce the kind of energy that I am already fostering and nurturing. So in energetics, in metaphysical energetics, there's no such thing as negative and positive energy. As in people like, oh, that's negative. Or it's like, I don't like negative energy. There isn't that. There's just appropriate and inappropriate energy for whatever you are putting intention into. So you remove badness and evil good perspective and just think about energy. At, yeah, because we tend to think of like positive and negative from a moral, yes. not an electrical right. necessarily as polar opposites. Hey, when somebody comes in here with a fucking knife or a gun, I'm going to foster some fucking negative energy. It's going to be real like that. No, I and see, I'm going to. I'm going to affect positive energy because I'm positively going to end that person. A hundred percent. And so that, this is a big misunderstanding with how I think people look at it. And it really does have to do with submission and domination. Hmm. Do I want submissive energy or dominant energy? And like I explained, like unconsciously, I'm fairly balanced, but I'm on the submissive side of it. Right. Yeah. So my energy is no matter what I'm creating, no, no, it doesn't matter what I'm trying to do. My energy tends to be balanced with a side of uh, waiting for opportunity, mm -hmm. right? As I, I'm yeah. waiting for something to expose which, itself so I can take advantage of it. Which is evidence in the way that you grapple. Like it, it manifests itself in your jujitsu practice. Unknowingly. Yeah. Like, I mean, so unknowingly that I go, oh shit, that's why I'm a guard puller mm. or this, but also sexually. Like, mm. this is like my sexual energy tends to be submissive, right? It tends to, like, I, people might not believe this, but I've never chased a woman in my life. 
Huh. I have never gone. I've never hit on anybody. I've never, I've always, and I've laughed about it. I've, I've always played the mouse. Aaron had to come find me. I mm-hmm. didn't like, she came to me and then I entertained it. And then we developed a relationship based out of it. But I never would have in a million years been aggressive about getting so because I'm not aggressive in nature. I have more feminine qualities probably than I have masculine energies in my creation process. Interesting. So I, this is, this gets a little bit weird and maybe like not, not weirdly personal, but how I write is chaos which is feminine. I foster chaos. I have a million things going on at once. I have fucking four different pieces of writing going on at once. And I have a bunch of different music selection and I've got a bunch of different windows and, and in articles open that have been reading and books on my table. And I go, all right, let's do this. And then if I get, if I get stuck somewhere, I go, I need more input. And I like read some stuff and go listen to a different song. I orchestrate by chaos. Huh. How does how Mark, how do you, do you know Mark's process? Is he methodical and very organized? Is he also chaotic? He's intensely organized, which I, which is not, I mean, that was going to be my guess. But. I got this the other day. He told me this years ago, and this is how dumb I am. He told me it. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. Got it. And I was just like, mm, 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 for two years. And then like three weeks ago, I was like listening to the song. Um, fuck. I should play the song for you. It's, We'll listen to it tonight. Okay, cool. Um, it's by Rainier Schoenbauer, mm. uh, who's a insanely talented composer. And I, I was writing to it, and what I noticed was like, oh shit, my, um, my writing is following following the tempo of the song. Oh like, wow! And it, it, the song is beautiful because it, how it composes is that it's like very like methodic, and then it gets like very bright and playful, and then it gets very serious and dark, and it goes through this like, and it it takes you through this thing, and the tempo for my even the like word selection that I was yeah making, like the the um um the syntax syntax thank you it was it was like up and down and playful and dark and serious and then back to playful and light and funny and this and i was like Fuck. oh my god mark told me this years ago he said this is how you he literally said this is how you do it you find the tempo and the song and you just put that on repeat and that way when you come back to the writing you can come back to the tempo that you had that's how you write well and i was like yeah, yeah, whatever, Mark. Sure. <laughs> so I text him. I was like, like, he knows anything. I was like, I just figured this thing out that you told me two years ago. Shit. Like, I, it just like dawned on me. Like, how dumb am I as a human being that you can have probably one of the best writers that I've ever known tell yeah. you how to do it and I didn't fucking listen. And it took me two years to hear what he was saying. It was like the most profound information I've ever got. But I go, can I do that? Can I change my energy? If I'm balanced, I can. Mm -hmm. So I've started doing it. I've started to change my game. Like you'll notice, still, my game in jujitsu is 90% passive waiting for opportunity because I need time to think. Sure. I think aggression takes precision and like expert knowledge of things. Or foolishness. Or, or, yeah, insanity. Yeah. But I'm trying to push that way. So I will stand up and try to pass the guard. I will try to like Toriando my weight. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, Putting it in that const on context makes perfect sense, but like I I could sense that I could feel that mm-hmm. I was like, and and I told you before we had the discussion like mm-hmm. the first day of that role, I was like, oh, man, you're getting a lot better with your with your pressure, which which was what I felt like was lacking in your game. It's like, man, your technical understanding mm-hmm. is great, and you and you like you remember components about moves and shit better than I do. You know what I mean? Like, 
fuck, I don't like you. You watch. You're you're a better learner of jujitsu than I am. Like I think you're from a technical standpoint in certain ways, you mentally comprehend it better than I. I have a better sensitivity. I can yeah. feel it for You've sure because yeah, yeah, I have yeah. but, because of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, man, you've got all that. Like, you're, oh, man, my technique sucks. It's not your technique. It's it's your your mental framework around the technique and the application of it that needs work. Where, when do I when do I be submissive and, and passive? And when do I be aggressive? Mm-hmm. And so it was the aggressive component that you had been, you know, hadn't, hadn't explored or developed as much. And we were rolling. I was like, oh, man, yeah, you're, you're putting pressure in the right places. And you're making shit, like, a lot harder than it than it used to be here's the weird thing with that like and this is kind of what i'm fascinated with on the subject because this is like all kind of like recent thinking and you know contemplations Mm -hmm. on this subject is like oh i just became aware of what kind of energy i put into things that i create whether in it 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 is because sexual sexual energy is creative energy yeah literally like literally it's (laughs) like the the most powerful act of creation that you could ever do is Mm -hmm. this and it is sexual and that energy is fostered in almost everything that you do. So I've started to pay attention to certain people to look at how they create something mm. and whether they try to dominate it and whether they try to like, you know, uh, and this is how most people try to dominate themselves. They're putting their, they're creating themselves out of the energy that they're unaware of. Huh. Right? So like, oh, I'm going to go train myself to be this fucking dude that's fucking awesome. So you treat yourself like a soldier and yourself like a drill sergeant and you annihilate yourself and you don't listen to the nurturing side of yourself that's trying to get yourself to balance. You're the, you're the captor and the prisoner. Which is what our capacity manual is based off, which is the prisoner's dilemma. But but yeah, I mean, you, you're you totally right. You know, they say how you do one thing is how you, is do, how you do all yeah. things. So like, man, if you want to think about who you are, how do you fuck? Yeah, like, exactly. like, wait a minute. What am I in bed? How do yeah. I? How do I operate? And, am and I demeaning really people? Am I like this? Is this very is illuminating, f- f- dude? Like, it's changed kind of how I interact with what people. What if you're an incel and you don't know? <laughs> uh, well, this there's a part of this unawareness thing that's really important that I think. Um, start paying attention, like pay attention to what what the sexual energy you put out in the, in the creative energy oh, that you put out. Man. Mm. This, cause, cause I've, I had a, um, a philosophical conversation with, with a stranger on the internet. As Shocking. I'm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he had posted something about the morality of sex or the amorality. Mm. Yeah, t- sex okay. is amoral. Yeah. Was this, this the, was the writing. And so we posted this article and he's like, ah, man, this, there's a lot of stuff that makes sense with this. And I mean, he's, and it was, I really like that group yeah. because they're like, it, it asks questions whether, you know, they're like, Hey, here's a, here's an idea I came across. It resonates with me. What do you guys think? And this is what the internet should be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it, it really, yeah. yeah, it's a good forum. It's a, it's a great sandbox. Um, if you don't pass judgment and don't have to like win everything well you don't try to fucking i don't know use your sandcastle to knock somebody else's sandcastle over. yeah like oh your sandcastle looks better than mine better fucking kick it down so mine still looks better it's my masculine energy yeah fuck you so so it was you know amorality of sex and was saying like look between consenting and adults um anything's fair game there is no morality to your practices whether that whatever that is um, and, and whether that's, that's a, from a marriage standpoint or a mm-hmm. single, or it's just like, you know, and, and it was kind of like a pro just do, do what you want, you know, go out and 
But my thing was like, no, I, I like a lot of what he's saying. Mm -hmm. A lot of it, there was a lot of truth. I was like, the thing that this isn't taking into account is the potential moral repercussions of the act of creation. Yeah. And man, this gets, like I said, kind of, you really don't always like what you create, right? Uh, yeah. And, and that, that has to do just because it's amoral, I think doesn't mean it doesn't in fact that it's permissible or ideal. But what I would say is like, if it is specifically amoral without morals and how you define it, it means there needs to be more intention behind it. Mm. And that's, that's something that people are unaware of. Yeah. So what was interesting was, you know, and I, and I made the mm -hmm. comment in, in about, I was like, well, here's the thing, like, you know, sex by design mm -hmm. has consequences, right? And either we have modern medicine that can circumvent that mm -hmm. most of the time, but there is always the possibility of like, oh man, oh, you're knocked up. Right. <laughs> and, and then that could create a moral dilemma as to like, well, what do you do with this kid? You sure. know what I mean? And what, what happens here? And, you know, his argument is like, well, you know, if both people decide sure. that we're going to do this and we're going to give it up for adoption and we're going to put in that, what, whatever it is, yeah. you know, then it eliminates that. And I'm like, totally. But also that's not always the case. So you can't sure. just, and so, but you said consenting adults and, and consent has less in that. Well, you said consenting, consenting is in we're, we're both going to get it on. And I'm like, you know, I'm not forcing, but I would say consenting adults as in, conscious consenting adults which you, you need aware, to add another layer right you're like conscious consenting adults who are doing something intentionally yes like we are having we are trying to have a child therefore the byproduct of our thing is this and in the case that this happens on accident this should be the outcome yes and most people don't approach that way and, and the argument was really it's like well you know, as long as you feel good, as long as it's agreed upon and it, and, and, you know, everyone feels good about it, then it should be fine. And it's, there's very few things that are amoral that have pleasure involved mm. into it. And I would say that like, I don't think you can eat for pleasure without it being a moral issue. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, I obviously think differently this, but most people would argue, yeah, you can't eat meat without it being a moral issue. And sure. go, yeah, there's ethics involved yep. for sure. Um, morality that's up to you like that's mm -hmm. a personal judgment and this is where it gets weird is where as long as you're acting in your in in your best interest and with intention i man there's almost no problems that come about the 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 way that masculine energy gets out of control is it tries to dominate others yeah that is one of the weirdest things is you know this is kind of like the irony of of our culture is mm -hmm. like the ones that are yapping about freedom and they are yapping right there's not many people willing to do something about remaining free there's very few people i don't even know if i'm one of those people even though that's like that's such an important feature of my right. life is being free i don't yet know what I i'm willing to do i don't know if i'm the first that. one to step up like right i mean you know like yeah i'm all for like man fucking sticking it let's we got to yeah. we got to do some shit but it's like the irony of it is like that exact thing. But, but I don't know if I would have been, because I don't know, man, 
I don't know if now's is, now's the time, right? At a exactly, certain point, yeah. at a certain point, yeah, with enough people, yeah, okay, you know, we're, we're going to be gonna on win. the right side yeah. of history, yeah. right? But if you do it too early, like, oh man, you're just the fucking you're a radical. You're a crazy fucking radical. Like, hundred percent timing you, is everything. You fucking, you, you know, you're a you're an insurrectionist. You're a, for sure, right? Like, hey guys, January, you're too soon, too a little soon. too soon, man. You guys well, didn't wait. So all those people are barking about freedom, right? Yeah, like yeah. all those people are like, oh, we want to be free and this, that, and the other, but they imprison themselves most of the time. And, <laughs> sure. and this is kind of the, this is the weird fucking irony of almost all of it is like, in order to be free, you need laws, mm-hmm. right? Because you can't let somebody else do something to you, but true freedom is fucking chaos. True freedom, freedom is not a masculine energetic. Yeah, it is a female energetic, and and again, you then become imprisoned right. by it because so, of the, the inherent danger and fear that you have to live in. Now you can't exactly. All the all the irony for me is watching all these conservative male pundits talk about freedom and not realize that they're talking about femininity. Yeah. <laughs> They're they're promoting fe- a feminine ideal energetically. Yeah, yeah again, yeah. doesn't matter what sex you are, doesn't right. matter what gender you assign. That's really the energy you put out into something is important. So going back to this guy, we had this conversation. He's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And then he he direct messaged me, um, and he's like, hey, I didn't want to put this out for everyone. Mm-hmm. He's like, but he's like, I'm really struggling. Um, I'm. I'm I'm a virgin, so he's he's involuntarily celibate. Oh shit! Okay. Like he's like I don't know, and it's not like a young kid. He's like thirty something, forty year old guy. He's like I don't think I'm in in I'm not ready for a relationship. He's like so I want to go have sex, you know, because I want to experience that. He's like, but I don't think that I'm ready for the commitment of a relationship. So really, this was just all a way mm. of him figuring out how can he justify from a moral standpoint of like, hey, is it okay for me to just go? hook up and and going back to your i don't know how long we were we were talking about it um but, but there's this notion my my recommendation to him was like well in order to get that thing that you want you need to have experience like dude and i didn't have the heart to tell yeah. i was like dude no one's gonna bang you like no rain you're yeah. actually your better your better chance is like snag locking some chick down like in a relationship and then you know charming her with your whatever because like from a from a snapshot view, like you're not bringing all the chicks to the yard. His from mil- a very, he's not. He doesn't have an Oreo milkshake. He's not. He's, he's not. <laughs> he his is. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, man, you don't, you don't, you don't possess. I was like, but if you create things, if you do things, if you gain experience, mm-hmm. if you go and figure out, like, because my my question was like, man, if you've never had sex, how do you know your energy? But that you can invert that. Like, let me do things to figure out my energy. Let me create. And then I will have an idea. And then I can get create the opportunity to have sex and find the energy. That That was going to be my advice to him. I mean, that is that that this is why. Well, a this is in your human design. This is why you get to guide other people (laughs) is because you can literally see things that they go. Oh, because you're an observer of other people. Mm -hmm. My advice would be, you know very practical and probably blunt and very like, you know, it, it, it wouldn't work because somebody, somebody like that is probably in a sensitive state. First of all, I probably wouldn't give them advice because I don't know what that's like. But also I think it's interesting because I think you just nailed what I am trying to figure out, which is like, 
how you interact with what you want to attract into your life is how you interact with anything. And so, yeah, you want to have this experience. Um, like, I would love to win a fucking gold medal in jujitsu, right? Do I just like, you know, not train, not do anything, and then show up and hope that it happens? Like, because we call it getting lucky. It isn't about getting lucky. No. Right? Like, fostering this. So, sometimes it's like, well, it's rare that it's lucky. It's usually just bad circumstances happen and two people make really poor decisions and then something happens. Sure. And you call that getting lucky. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> it was luck. But for the most part, it's you've been fostering this ability to attract certain energy your whole life subconsciously and you just don't know it. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not creating thing anything if you're not if you're not working on anything if you're not improving yourself it attracts nothing yeah right no matter what you're into it attracts nothing yeah you, you're and this is where you know that part of like what i try to do and i'm not great at it because i'm a projector so i'm not actually supposed to do anything right so <laughs> But I try real hard to do stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I try to make this shit happen. You live in your not self. I live in my not self like a motherfucker, and it's 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 hard. Which is why my you know I, I was struggling with my internal state because yeah. I'm like constantly not self and beating myself up for not being myself. Mm -hmm. Which is weird, but that was that's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Pri you know, um, captive and prisoner, yeah. right? Or or what, jailer yeah. and yeah. Going, you know, but I try to tell guys is like, look, whatever, you just have to go fucking do things like go, mm -hmm. go gain. Ex the best thing you can do is learn a skill, not for the sake of the skill itself, but for understanding the process. And this mm -hmm. is what I see with what I've seen with a lot of men is like, yeah, we, we talk about learning man shit because that's mm -hmm. cool and it's sexy and that's what sell. But I don't but you don't actually have to learn um, traditionally masculine skills. It could be anything what is important the value is understanding the process that you learned it mm -hmm. and and the feeling that 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 has given you and then learning how to replicate that in other areas that is that is the magic that's the secret mm -hmm. sauce not that like oh man now i can do jujitsu right it's oh i figured out how to get better at a thing yeah. and if i do that in different facets, I can start to, you know, develop them. I can map out what that process looks at and I can refine it and I can, you know, continually, I can make that faster or more economic or whatever, yeah. like more efficient. More efficient yeah. 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 I, th this is a, I mean, that's a, a pretty, that's a pretty specific window that maybe is rare, but I think the, the, the general application is across the board, the same for everybody. Yeah. Like, you generally want something out of this world or this experience. Sure. Whether it's experience or things or stuff. It doesn't matter. And you're like, if you're more aware of how you go about that, you can do a lot more because you'll notice where, you, uh, where you're off gassing, mm -hmm. right? Like a lot of people when they're like, I want to lift the weight and they go to pick up the weight and they're, you know, their lumbar is flexing and you're like, you're energetically losing, you're mm. losing energy through that because your, your, your spine is compressed in a weird way and it's losing shape and you're having to overly contract in order to protect it. So go back, learn how to contract in this position. And then you like, then it, you can, you can work towards the thing you want by actually like making your body do the thing that it needs to do. If you're more aware of mm -hmm. what's going on, 
yeah, every once in a while, somebody is unaware and they get the thing. And I think this is the hard thing to fathom because so many people like, man, I want a fucking million dollars, bro. I just want a fucking Ferrari. Yeah. And they duh. see somebody who like, I don't know, they, they, they made a post, they made invented post-it notes and they have like a Ferrari because of that, or they're like, there's like, I think there's this house down in uh, Alpine, kind of where we live. You drive past, you're like, "Who the fuck is that house? What is this? What, the, did this? what fucking you know, Matt Brig Bain, yeah. big brain genius, totally came up with? You know, it's next to the house of like one of the Google execs. Oh, like, shit. yeah, dude, it's a fucking monstrosity. Everybody in the neighborhood's making like close to you know fifty to hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's a lady who like made stamp it up. She was a school teacher and she like created scrapbooking tools or something. And she's worth a hundred million dollars. And you're like, that's who lives there. You think that was purposeful? You think she was like, I'm going to become one of these days. No. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, ever since she was a child, like she told her parents, like mom, dad, I'm going to invent this. (laughs) Elizabeth, Elizabeth, what's her name from the fucking, uh, God damn. The one who just basically is going to prison for a really long time. Elizabeth, uh, she made the blood dropper company. She's like the first f- self-made billionaire lady. Oh no, dude! That lady's whole goal in life was to make billions of yeah, dollars, yeah. right? And she, she, this is she where it manifested. Gets, it. Well, here's where it gets. She didn't manifest it. She fucking conned it. Like she, same. <laughs> you might say the same thing, but now she just has nothing, right? And this is like going back to your incel guy. If he tries to get the thing without doing the work, mm. it's not going to end work. Well, yeah. Right? Well, I mean. This this is why in that culture, like man, like date rape kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. like that's why these these guys, you know, I don't want to I want to paint too broad of strokes, but like, you know, there there's been a bunch of studies and stuff coming out, and I don't know if if there's some like uh, ulterior motives to it, but they're like, man, these guys are really dangerous to society. Like the, the, this, this mm. incel as a whole, right? Because there's so much sexual pent frustration, up. right? Pent up frustration yeah. um, because of they're like, you know, <laughs> but, their, their self value. But, but I would agree. Like, and, and I would put it in this term, not that people will take this way. I would say that they're in a, a likely position to exhibit toxic masculinity, which is force, which yes. is... Uh, like exerting your dominance over somebody that is non-consensual. Mm-hmm. But I would say the same thing. It's like ISIS is toxic femininity. They're trying to throw chaos at everything. They're blowing uh, shit up. They yeah. would not like for ISIS you to call is, them feminine. They, I know, but they are. That's, that's the f- ultimate. Yeah. That is feminine energy. That's like they're trying to create, you know, an Islamic state by way of chaos. Mm-hmm. They have all the ingredients. It's just toxic. Yeah. Yeah, like, hey, there's another way to go about this. ISIS is, is feminine toxicity. Fuck. Like, I love that. that <laughs> these I, guys would be, man, you, you you might you might get put on some kind of a, like, hey, I probably, like a list. I probably like, can't travel to the Middle yeah, East Yeah, anymore. for sure you can. Like, this guy said what? Because, and what here's what's funny is because those guys are so feminine, mm-hmm. Their 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 ego can't allow them. Like you look you look at those that you know them culturally, and yeah. it's like the worst thing you could possibly do is question their man manliness Especially, because yeah. they're insecure in it. <laughs> Isn't this what we talked about last time? It's like kind of like passively aggressively attacking Al Qaeda or something by being like, "Oh, you would wear that kind of burqa." Like <laughs> it's like such a. 
<laughs> and that's what like passive aggressiveness is very feminine because it causes chaos because it's not it's indirect and it leaves it's just like wait what does that mean Yo, wait, are they saying what did this? you mean, they what saying that, that bitch like, mean by that she doesn't yeah. like my shoes or she does like my shoes your your brain goes into chaos because uh-huh. it doesn't have a like it's really easy for you to go oh, fuck that guy because he's like yeah, fuck you i don't like your shoes but for a lady like oh wow nice i would shoes. never wear yeah nice shoes in some kind of snarky like, combat wait but are, are she saying they're not like, but it's just enough, yeah. like, you know, inflection that you can't be sure, you know, this, or, or, or this is the internet. The internet makes is, that because if you just say nice shoes, totally. I talked to a, it, it doesn't matter. Like you could be, you know, some Instagram influencer or some lady that has like, I don't know, a couple million followers and she could have like, yeah, she has, you know, I, I, how the comment section look like maybe she has a thousand comments. Mm-hmm. Um, a hundred of those are people telling them to like DM them a picture and they'll get a thousand dollars or something. <laughs> there's another thousand or like there's another couple hundred that are something else. Anyway, 900 of them are fucking great. Yeah. And, and somebody just goes eyebrows question mark. And that girl will probably fucking rearrange her face yeah. trying to figure out what that one and, person and which, meant. And, and you don't know, they could have just been like, they could have loved her eyebrows and just wants to know where she gets them done. <laughs> the, yeah. Eyebrow. They've been like, what kind of eyebrow pencil was that? Yeah. Or they were a dick like They're me. Like, and they're the like, f- watch this person freak out. <laughs> just self-destruct. Yeah. And I know how to do that because mm. I'm deeply feminine. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to sow I seeds do. of chaos. I also know how to sow. Yeah. <laughs> Close. <Just> boom. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, th- this would be interesting too from a um, jujitsu perspective mm-hmm. because, because you have some inherent and well, and man, this is what I do. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I was just saying, but what if you added to your game? Like, more chaos you like you introduce chaos to the situation and 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 i feel like because i mean because i think i have a very masculine energy when i grapple but i also have some feminine qualities your wrestling gives you very like dominant dominant. yeah Yeah. but also i can be passive and stuff and i have that and i can also be very chaotic which is really fun for me because like let me do some weird shit and see what happens when i like that's one of the things that i appreciate you about is your balanced style Mm. right i can like i can experience so many different things with a being that is balanced and understands themselves you should see me in bed bro I know. I'm kind of so excited. I want to get in there. If I pull on that <laughs> just beard. Like, I just need to see what's, what's this like, man? What's this going down? <laughs> well, because when we started, the window, be like, oh, he is like, like that. Wait a minute. Well, it was Dude, funny. Sarah's going to be so She's pissed. Be so mad. She doesn't listen to podcasts either. So <laughs> sorry, babe. No, I mean, in the, without even getting too like specific or intimate, when you first said that mm-hmm. about, you know, which is a weird thing to make a, you know, to kind of blur the lines between grappling and, and, you know, fucking, fucking, because they're, you know, they're not that far (laughs) from each other mechanically. Yeah. But, um, both trying to make babies. Both trying to. (laughs) One's just a gold baby, a gold metal baby. I just need a gold metal baby to take home (laughs) and put on my fridge with my other babies. What? Um, I just hang them from the mantle. Oh no. Um, I, when you, when you said that, I was like, well, wait, but I do. I do both. Like I can, I can be, yeah, like, I can be both. I, I, man, I can, I can make it happen from the top and I can make it happen from the yeah. bottom, but also I can do that in jujitsu as well. But I would say that from the get go without having ever thought about this stuff before, mm-hmm. um, like, or like this, uh, not in this realm, like sure. I haven't 
I haven't organized it like this before. But now that it's organized, I would have said for the time that I've known you that, yeah, Josh is a very balanced person, even though you're like in masculinity circles. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, you can tap into your feelings very, very easily. When, when, um, I mean, so like one of the weird things about London passing and watching people, how they react, you see how balanced they are, Mm. right? Like, man, I... I can tell that I had work to do because I needed to process things more than I was willing to let myself do. And part of that grieving process has balanced me out a little Mm. bit more, but you know, certain men would not even look at Aaron's direction because they're so thrown off by nurturing. Mm. Like they, that it makes them feel a certain way. And for you to like stop and you don't know what even to say. And you collected these, rose quartz rocks from your land and brought them to Aaron. And it was like one of the most touching things. Not that like, Oh cool. You gave us some rock, but really the time. And like, I don't know what to do, but here, like I, like, I don't, I don't know what these do, but they do something Mm -hmm. right. Which is they communicate a solidarity or a feeling. And that's deeply feminine. Right. But also going out into the woods with you and building fires and shit and talking over like a campfire. You're like, it's one of the most masculine features too. That, that to me is not, maybe that's not the goal, but it is an attribute where you go, you are a highly successful human being because you've managed to balance energy, mm. right? And it's not negative or positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a balanced energy where somebody comes in here, you can fuck them up beyond belief physically. And then also if somebody comes in here and they need to heal, you would be the person to give them a hug and hold them. And that is like, fuck, I wish I had you as a dad. My dad wasn't balanced. Like you have a, like it, you, that's probably one of the greatest gifts that you could ever give your kids mm. is by being a balanced person and showing them that it is possible to be capable and dominant and and uh, fierce, but also loving and nurturing. That, there's very few kids on this fucking planet that get that. And that's something you have to learn how to teach other people. Mm. That, that That's like a gift that... <laughs> You know, I don't even know how to tell you do it because I'm not as balanced. But when I recognize it, I go, yeah, you got a talent and that is worth that is worth more than any business selling leather goods could ever make. Fucker. You motherfucker. <laughs> don't cry. Show me no, your bitch no. ass feminine side. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pussy. <laughs> the one time we turned the cameras on, like we got it right there. This guy's getting all misty eyed. That's perhaps one of the you know, most beautiful and, and nicest <clears throat> things that somebody, somebody's said. <clears throat> and as you were talking, you know, about success, and this is something that I've been realizing recently, it's like, you're funny. I mean, it's funny. Cause you say like, Oh, this guy's so successful, but on like, on like paper, mm-hmm. man, I am not fucking successful at all. Like if, if I let you look through the books of my business, you'd be like, what a fucking shit show. You know, if you were to look at my personal, like, thankfully, my wife is pretty squared away in that realm. Thank God, because I'd probably did. I'd be one of those homeless guys out there. <laughs> just pretty close. I would just be, that would be me. I, okay, so you're looking at the wrong kind of paper. If I bet if I, <clears throat> if I bet if I read one of the notes when your kids learned to write and write you letters, that like, that's priceless. Mm. I still go back probably once or twice a week, and I look at letters that London wrote to me. She wrote me, um, and this was like, this was one of the hardest ones. It took us years to get to this point 
but she wrote me a father's day mm. um and it was last year or actually it was yeah it was last year she wrote this one and it was like she would always give me something on father's day yeah. and i was like yeah yeah i get uh, it you're like you you're gotta, just being you're nice and, you gotta... and this one was <clears throat> literally like no seriously you're my dad and it's like that okay so when i look on paper you know my bank account has x amount of dollars yeah. like i get to hold that piece of paper and go the f you can't buy that kind of fucking experience. Mm -hmm. And so all you fucks that have a million dollars, but no people in your life, you're broke. Yeah. Spiritually. You're bankrupt. You're yeah. spiritually bankrupt. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, I, I feel like just, man, I mean, this, this trip out here, every time I come out here, it's always like, <laughs> it's, it's always really good. And I feel like it keeps getting better and better. Like, yeah. like, like each trip, I'm like, man, I was really good. And it's like, it was even better than last time. And like this time I'm like, fuck man, this has been so amazing amidst all the chaos and bullshit that I've been going through on the business side and having to sort that out. And it's like, man, I wouldn't wish that on my worst fucking enemy, but it's like, also it's been fucking great. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is, this has been absolutely amazing and it's not, and it's not over yet. Um, but I've, but I've come to this realization where I'm starting to read. I finally am, allowing myself to redefine success. Mm -hmm. um, and man, that, that inner state, like that inner conversation and that, that, you know, consciousness that is existing, it's getting kind of, it's getting kind of okay in there. It's like, oh man, someone maybe feels like they've made mm -hmm. a decent choice now, but that's, but it's only recently and it's yeah. only through, you know, these th this navel gazing and thankfully i have someone to to kind of we can stare at each other belly buttons a little bit you know <laughs> just like let me stick that figure in there oh you got, got whatever belly. yeah i mean sometimes you gotta you gotta like you gotta do some co-navel gazing yeah for right? sure right but it's it's been really helpful but it's a it's a very very recent development you know mm. what i mean like for sure it, it, it like it literally just happened within the past couple of weeks where i kind of have like let go and and of my preconceived notion of success and mm -hmm. i'm like now i'm now i'm evaluating success in a different way like but within my friendships and my relationships and the my kids and my wife and my family and my just internal state my own personal state like I man mean, th for the for you for the this will be more personal than it is for me but imagine if jesus was judged off his actual carpentry fuck <laughs> What a loser. Yeah, boo. <laughs> boo. Dude, How many mean, houses have you built? <laughs> Jesus? What is that? Just, what is that supposed to be? Like, we have no documentation of the of, of anything that he is he that he sucked built. As a carpenter, which man. means it didn't survive, yeah. which means it wasn't that well built. So like, yeah, he didn't build shit in terms of like would can you imagine him coming back and be like i am the son of god i'm here i'm here to save you all and they're like oh jesus you're the best you changed the world you like healed people you did all this stuff and he's like yeah but i never got that table making right i'm really yeah, disappointed like his with myself yeah he's like man you just never got that fucking <laughs> joinery down my right? dovetails are garbage <laughs> worst dovetails ever right but man so they have that didn't stand the test of time but like man his teaching is, is doing okay it's, it's been you could call it successful Fairly? because of the percentage of people that I, I wouldn't say the percentage of people follow it but they identify themselves as following it which is a power in itself sure i mean it's you know it's it's out there yeah and it, and it's made positive undoubtedly it's made positive i mean there's some negative shit that's gone along with it too but that's would you not call his fault. jesus the david goggins of love <gasps> fucking 
love Hulk. I just you gotta love motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love your neighbor Forget and your enemy. And then stay you got hard. <laughs> stay hard. <laughs> Jeez. Holy fuck. I think do we end it with a good note? I think that's pretty solid. <laughs> Jesus is the David Goggins of love. Wow. A new t shirt idea? <laughs> Hey, man, I really appreciate you coming out here. I always have a good time when you come I, out. Man, it, you guys you guys are so fucking cool for putting up with my shenanigans. It's like, the, here's, here's the testament of, this is my litmus test for a true friend. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do a lot of stuff for people, right? You can you can tolerate them. You can hang out with them. You can you can take somebody out for dinner. You can let them stay there, whatever. The, the, the true testament to someone's friendship is if they'll help you move. (laughs) Well, because that's moving it is one of the most stressful processes and unrewarding. Like (laughs) it is not like moving someone else's shit. There's no, there's no personal benefit to that. It's pretty bad. You know? So it's like, man, just unsolicited when someone just like, yeah, I'll fucking pick up this stupid fucking heavy shit and carry it around in the most awkward way possible for like an entire fucking, it's one thing. And it's one thing like, Hey, help me move this couch. Yeah. It's another thing to just like piss away your whole fucking day, <laughs> dicking around with someone else's shit. And the fact that I was like, man, what, what, what a fucking outstanding human. Like I had a good time doing it. It's yeah. not a big deal at all. Fuck it was yeah. fun. I mean, the moving shit's annoying, but it was fun to fucking chat about some ideas. It gave us a good, I think it was a good, for, yeah. yeah, it was a good, good, uh, test sure. drive. Yeah. yeah. And you're not out here very often. So thanks for you come out whenever you want. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Let's get, get down here. <laughs>